Warning. 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 All right, here we go. Everybody has their warnings. Um, I'm not going to be responsible for any kind of arguments with any kind of significant others, spouses, none of that. Um, today's episode is going to be touchy, but a good touchy, if that makes any kind of sense. Um, got two guests with me. Dante's back. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me again. All right, all right. Uh, got C in the building. Back again. What's my third time, third or fourth time now? So we all familiar with this process. I definitely appreciate y'all pulling up. Um, interesting thing happened a couple weeks ago. Um, we's also been going to the gym to work out. And normally when I'm in the car, because of the kids and stuff, I just listen to the radio, you know, no kind of explicit music or nothing. And that was what, on a Sunday? Was it a Sunday morning? I think it was a yeah, Sunday it was morning. Yeah, it was Sunday. It was on a Sunday. So whatever was on the radio, was just like a podcast. I don't know what it was, but, you know, people were just talking. No music was playing. And the question came up. Can you be friends with someone you were once in love with? And I was actually intrigued by that question. Like I'm going to the gym and I'm listening to all the call in responses and stuff like that. And people were like, yeah, you know, as part of being an adult, some people was like, no, that ain't going to never happen. So then when I got to the gym and I introduced it to y'all for, I knew it, we started having a deep conversation. So I'm like, you know what? This definitely needs to be an episode. And to preference it, I made a post on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I asked the same exact question, and I was actually surprised by the answers. More women said yes. And then I saw a few dudes that was like, no. But then you got to dive deeper into it. Right. Mm -hmm. So before we dive deep... Some other questions came up, and we're just going to gradually touch on them in whatever order. So I'm going to put it out here first. So on this radio, they also asked, does every ending to a relationship need closure? So we're going to touch that. Does every breakup always end with toxic energy? And the last question is, what have you learned from your ex and how do you apply it to relationships moving forward? So <laughs> it's already a, getting kind of uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, a, it's man. a lot to take in. And like I said, I'm not here to cause any drama in, in people's personal lives. I know it's a touchy topic. I tried to have it in my own household with my own spouse and it didn't go too well. So, <laughs> We went through all of those questions or just the can you be friends with somebody you was in love with? We didn't get past uh, can you be friends with somebody you used to be in love with? So mm -hmm. we didn't even touch it. <laughs> like, that's what I'm telling you. Like, a friendly conversation, depending on how you receive the information, can turn sour quick. Yeah, true. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's, a, it's an important conversation. And it helps you get in touch with yourself, man. Yeah, I agree. 
I think also too, like even before we get too deep into it, I think we need to define the word friend. Exactly. Yeah, you beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think because I think being cordial and being a friend are two different things. Big time. Okay. So elaborate. Just a little uh, bit. So, I, like I said, people, no, we'll, I ain't gonna get nobody no, we'll in just, trouble. We'll, no, we'll get we'll just get right into it. Um I think you can be cordial one hundred percent with the person that you were once in love with. Um, as far as if you can be friends with a person you were in love with, my answer is I actually have a question instead of an answer. And my question is why? Why do you need to be? If y'all don't have kids, okay. why do y'all need to be friends? That's an amazing question. Because if you have kids, then yes, you need to be cordial. And you might even need to be friends. Because you can't escape that person. Like, not even, oh, we, we got to be friends. and I mean, we got to be cordial until this kid is 18. No, you got to be cordial or friends or whatever the case may be forever. Because y'all always going to be Y'all always share a bond, right? Right. So, I think being cordial is really important. Being friends, why do you need to be? Because I think there's always going to be the reminder why you fell in love with that person. Okay. Like, unless you just completely change as a person, the qualities that that person fell in love with are always going to be there. And at some point, they're going to remember that. Or you're going to remember why you fell in love with that person in the first place. And tap into something that you don't need to be tapping into. I get it. But not even that. Just whether y'all verbalize it or act on those feelings or not, you're doing a disservice to yourself by putting yourself through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because even if you try to hold it in, you're just driving yourself crazy. That's that you know what? That's fair. Or but also on the other side of that, you also gonna remember why we ain't together no more. It didn't work. Whatever yeah. Why it didn't work. Whatever each person did to contribute to it not working, y'all not gonna forget that. And then if it could have been a messy thing that y'all separated on, now it's just okay, I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about that. Now that's how you become it becomes a thing of I resent this person now. Right. So that's why I say, why do you have to be friends with a person you were in love with? And that's not for everybody because some people can do it with no problem. Me personally, I don't know I, because I've never actually tried. I don't have any ex-girlfriends anyway. So, so it's <laughs> that's not really, look, that's why I said, look, all right, yeah, all right, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, no we ain't gonna dig so. that ditch. I'm gonna save you before you even go down that road. No, Cause no, like no, I said, hey, ain't no road. At the end of the, at the end of the day, there's there's no filter. Y'all are free to yeah. say what you want to say. Again, I'm not here to cause any controversy between anybody that's listening. Yeah, y'all two that are here, I'm going to talk about my perspective on it because mm-hmm. that same question is what my wife asked, and that's when our conversation kind of got touchy or mm-hmm. rocky or whatever. And hopefully, she don't mind me disclosing that. But she asked, what wow. would be the reason for you doing that or and wanting think, to keep that? 
But I think that's a valid question. So here's my pushback. And my first, I respectfully, I ain't, only, I ain't even going to say I disagree because that's that's not a question where you can agree or disagree on. Yeah. It's just your perspective versus my perspective. Well, and, and not to cut you off, but like I said, every single person is different. So exactly what works for me and my wife may not work for you and your wife or how you and an ex can interact may not be the same way me and an ex can interact, even though we might not have ended on the worst of terms or whatever. It's just every person's different. So how how your relationship is, whether it's friendship, uh, you know, what I'm saying intimate relationships or whatever they're always going to be different. So that's why I hate when people make blanket statements for real, because a lot of times it's, if that was me, I would do this. It's like, but it's not you. But it's not right. So, so before I dive in, do you got anything over there? See, do you, do you want to touch it yet? Yeah, I I got it. I'm good. Uh, honestly, I understand what, what Tay's saying though, but I feel like the, the interesting part about this conversation is that the both of you, but you two are married. Mm -hmm. I'm not. So in my mind, it's kind of like, I believe I can be friends with an ex uh, because I feel like I understand boundaries, but everybody don't understand boundaries with people and mm -hmm. boundaries are very important. So, you know, so when we start talking about friends and being cordial, I understand the whole cordial part, too, because, you know, if you want to be cordial with somebody, it's like if you go outside and you at the mall, you at a day party, you anywhere and you see them, you know, hey, hey, that's mm -hmm. it. You know, I'm not buying you a drink. We're not standing at the bar, you know. So, I get it. I see it. I see it both ways. So, going back real quick, that's that's when you have to start identifying what you mean by friend. friend. And I guess, like you said, the question is kind of a blanket question. And it opens Pandora's box for people to take it in so many different ways. So, as I was reading the responses... I looked at it in terms of, like I said, I saw a bunch of women that was like, yes, I could be friends or this and that. But then you have to ask yourself, okay, you're saying that you can be friends with a male ex, but are you going to feel comfortable with your boyfriend or husband being friends with a female ex? Right. So that's when I feel like that's the tug of war mm -hmm. that comes in. But to answer your question, Dante, about what we was talking about, I look at it from a perspective of I don't really burn bridges. Like, you got to do something to me so drastic for me not to ever talk to you again. Right. I'm a firm believer that people come and go in and out of your life. That's a constant right. thing. Yeah. So if you really dive in and think back from the time you was old enough to have an interest in girls later in life. You realize how many different people you've encountered and they came and went. Yeah. That to me is just a part of life. That's a part of growing up, growing up. You're not going to be stuck with one person from the time you're an adolescence to the time you are full grown, whatever. Right. That was the goal, but. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like the perception. I feel like the perception of you belong to me and only me and you can't share your laughter or conversations or none of that with anybody else. That's when 
I used to be like, hold on, because I feel like you're trying to control me. I understand Unless I give you signs that you shouldn't trust me, why are you trying to control who I interact with? And I'm going to cut you off right there, but the interesting part about what you said, and I'm going to just you know, speak for me, whenever I've ever been in you know relationships, I've always made sure I was giving my partner the communication, the space, the freedom, everything. Yes, yeah. because if I'm not giving them that and they're communicating with the ex, you know, I've really felt some type of way about it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I wasn't giving it to them, I still felt some way about it. But I also understood, like, well, all right, see, you gotta, you gotta step up. You know, unfortunately, relationships in my day and age is pretty much like it's like a competition. And I hate to say it like that because if I meet this girl over here, she's not communicating with me, but this other girl's gonna communicate with me. You know what I'm saying? So, but so once you merge, right. so once you merge with somebody. And, you know, oh, X comes up. Hey, how you doing? Now you can't talk to her no more. But then at home, my girl's giving me the silent treatment for three days. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. <laughs> what are we going to do? Exactly. So that's how the question came up. Why do you feel the need to keep this person in your life or whatever? And my response to that question was, you never know what somebody's going through. If I just say I was in this relationship for four or five years, you gave somebody four or five years of your life. You, you grew with that person. You Mm -hmm. knew that person. You have conversations with that person. You had deep conversations with that person for whatever reason. It just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a level of maturity that comes with accepting that me and you can't be together. Right. But we can still be cool. Yeah. I'm not saying that you got to sit on the phone and text and talk all the time, but Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. If she's already dating and and got somebody else in her life, guess what? Such and such done. And we just sitting there going back and forth conversating in the beginning. I didn't see nothing wrong with that because I was open about it up front, but the perception of it nine times out of 10 is, well, if you spent four or five years with this person, if you would get in, in a room and you alone with them, the possibilities of something happening, how can I pretend like I wouldn't think, you know what I'm saying? Like that's where the trust part comes in. And then you open up a whole can of worms. And it took me a long time to put myself in the other person's shoes because I legit was, you know, mm-hmm. arguing like I'm not doing nothing. Like we're just talking, da, 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 da. But, but it's not, it's not about what you doing. Exactly. It's what are they going to do? Right. Because, because yo, your spouse is looking at it as I know you, I don't know that person. I know nothing about them. So there's no reason for me to trust that. If, if y'all alone together, they won't try something. It can be, I trust you 100%. I don't trust them because I have no reason to. And I know what I have in you. I know how great of a person you are. So why wouldn't they be trying to get that back? Ooh, that's, that's interesting. You're right. And, and, and you can be completely wrong about it. But, blind, blind to the fact. Yeah. Somebody else might see the intentions 
But because right. you consider that a friend, mm-hmm. you're only looking at it from a friend's perspective. Yeah. So you ain't going to pick up on some of them signs unless yeah. it's just blunt. Exactly. I, I get it. And that's why I said it. It's like. <laughs> and and I think I think the other part of the whole can you be friends with a person you was in love with? The other side of it is. It's always going to be. Is my whether you can or can't. Is my spouse comfortable with it? Right. Because right. this is the person you pick to be with. This is the person you got to spend the rest of your life with. So, so, so that's why I feel like the, when I use the word mature, mm-hmm. if this is my spouse, this is who I'm with, then we have to be mature as adults to understand that if I come across somebody that I used to be cordial with or whatever, and we stop and have a conversation and you're not present. And if I say, Hey, you know what? Let's go, let's go have a few drinks or something. Let's go catch up. You have to be mature enough to understand that it's just talking. Yeah. And that's where it's like, now it's touchy because what person is actually going to be cool with that? True. But I think for me, it's it's what for me, it's like, In any relationship, it's very important to build a strong foundation, right? Yeah. So if you build a strong foundation with your wife or with me, a girlfriend, you know, I'm trying, I'm I'm not building a strong foundation so I can go meet up with my ex, but I want to be able, just in case something comes up, just say, for example, we go into a restaurant and there's only one table left. It's me, my current girlfriend, oh, there my ex is right there and and her and her new boyfriend got to sit at the table with us. Can we do that? (laughs) <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, but that's why I feel like communi- communicating at home first. I always yeah, say, take right. her take her home first 100%. before you go outside. So, look, yeah. let me ask you this. Here goes a curveball, though, because I honestly feel like when you build that foundation in your home, you and that person know the deal. You have the understanding. Mm-hmm. But the perception from the outside world is what's going to really throw that wrench in there. And kind of wedge because once the outside world starts, wait a minute, she's letting him sit at the table and have, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think that's a good point. Um, I think in some situations, the perception does matter. I think in some, it doesn't at all. Um, It's tough, though. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah. like, it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, tough. It's definitely yeah, tough, but I, I feel like, at, not to cut you, oh, go ahead. I think, as a married man, even if I know I'm not doing anything, you know what I'm saying, there's certain situations that I won't put myself in just because of how it looks. And whether a, a person might see me and be like, oh, I saw him doing this, this, and this. And it could be totally innocent, mm-hmm. but because it looks a certain way, now I'm embarrassing my wife. Right. And that's what I don't want to do. Right. And here, Where, let me. Regardless let, of what my intent was. Let me clear my name first. Okay. So everything <laughs> that I'm saying is prior to me getting married. Yeah. 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 Okay. So once I said I do and all of that, all of those thoughts and habits or whatever, yeah. I kicked that. When, before y'all pulled up, I'm sitting in here playing uh, NBA 2K22. <laughs> That's what I do in my free time now. So it's like, again, 
what I proposed to her, and I'll I'll say this, and we gonna have Bible study after this too, right? So just hold some hold some men. My thing was, I told her growing up, I had to learn the hard way. I had trust issues when it came to male friends, different things that I would confide in and, you know, a tell them some stuff. They would go back and tell my significant other. I've been there. So once I started seeing that, I'm like, nah, I, I can't go to you to talk to you about things. And before I knew it, I started having more female friends than male friends. Women are solid, man. <laughs> and like, I can real. I can legit say that it was nothing sexual. Yeah. It was just conversation. And I will say I grew a- attached to that. Yeah. So like I proposed to my wife when we were having the conversation when she asked, why do you feel the need to hang on to that? I was like, you have to understand that we're talking about somebody that I gave some of my deepest secrets to mm-hmm. if I was feeling down or had something on my mind, I went and talked to this person first. Mm-hmm. This person knows me more than anybody. Now that I'm in a new relationship, if I'm upfront and honest with you and tell you about this person in the beginning, and I try to tell you there's nothing there, this is my friend. But then it gets to the point to where you see how much I converse with this person Now here comes a a jealousy factor. Why do you feel the need to tell this person everything when you should be telling me this? And my argument for that was sometimes I have to be able to go talk to somebody outside of my relationship. And if I've told you I don't trust a lot of males, then this is somebody that I trust. Why are you trying to take away that? friend that I confide in. And that's where for the longest, I couldn't see how people didn't understand that. I don't care what the outside world thinks. I know for myself, I have no intentions on doing anything that's going to jeopardize this friendship. I consider them truly a friend. And I honestly feel like from a male perspective, why can't a man have a best friend that's a female? I honestly think it's important. Personally. It is. Elaborate. I just think, I mean, just, just in my personal situations or relationships, I've always felt like I've never really agreed with my the girl that I was dating, her friend's opinions. And sometimes they need a male a male's opinion on certain situations. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, not saying, nah, go ask your friend, go ask him, nothing like that. But sometimes just it's it's a mindset. Men and women are wired differently. Totally different. But it's but it's a yin and a yang because it's like for this situation. I might go to a guy. Hey, man, what's your thoughts on this, this, that and this. Mm -hmm. But then a, a, a different situation may not need a guy's perspective. Right. If I ask yeah. a woman, a woman may be able to explain to me, hey, this is why your wife or your girlfriend feels this way. Exactly. And then I'm like, you know what? Boom, that light bulb goes off. Yeah. It makes sense. Versus talking to another man 
oh, bro, she's tripping, bro. And right. I, I didn't got set in stone. And you know what? Nah, I ain't in the wrong about nothing. Right. But again, I keep using the word mature. And that's where I feel like when I was reading the comments and so many people was like, no, not if you're in a relationship. And I'm like, well, that but, to me screams insecurity but and immature. People, but those are characteristics that most people have. You're right. Whether they admit it or not is different, but you're right. Those, those most people aren't that mature. Most people are insecure. So that's why a lot of things are the way they are now. Like that's why I see, I, I see people all the time talking about, man, how bad it is dating now. I Somebody just made a post. You know Shout I out said, EB. I think she made a post. Like, C's back out here, though. What's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say, I see somebody say the dating pool got pee in it right now. So <laughs> I'm like, but because of what you just said, as far as the, like you mentioned, people's mindsets and stuff, mm-hmm. and how you said, you know, people, insecurities, immaturity, that's part of the reason why dating's so hard right now. I'm, but not only glad, that, like I'm not out there. Not to get totally off topic, but it's like I mean, the internet plays a big factor in that now. This is yeah. just my opinion. It's like, of course, the internet has cut out conversation. Yeah, yeah. You can literally just be blunt right. behind a message, and yeah. if they they take the bait, cool. If they don't, then on to the next one. I mean, but that but that's not new though. But that but I look, think, but here I me, think, but well, the reason I say that is. I mean, I was single during the social media era, you know, years years ago. Um, um Black Planet. No, no, I never had that. Uh, you know, I was single during social media, like in college and and early adulthood. So, I think. So I think the that's always been a thing of, I can hide behind these messages that I sent here. Uh, I mean, it goes both ways. Like, I think there were people who would write me and say stuff where I'm like, but you never said that when I saw you. Right. So, the internet is confidence, yeah, man. Confidence. You can hide behind confidence the keyboard. Better. Better. So, so I think, <laughs> but I, but I get, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like the internet has to be damaging to actual, Human interaction. Right. But see, you know but look, here's but here's how it all ties back in to the questions that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because you got to think, back before social media just kind of took off, if you had an interest in somebody, you had to legit confront them and talk to them and say that to them. Yeah. And take their number and actually have to talk. Yeah. And then before you knew it, that's how you built a bond. You built a relationship. You built feelings for a person so now, as you gradually go through that, the feelings might still be there. You're just not together, mm-hmm. but you enjoy talking to the person. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's like, it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. Well, you had to actually communicate with people and, and learn about that person. And you built a real bond with that person. So now you're comfortable with that person. And as long as y'all didn't end horribly, that level of comfort is still there. Exactly. 
And I guess that's where it took me to come to the realization that are you hanging on to this person because of that level of comfort and you scared to let it go? Probably. Or are you caving in to this new person's demands? And it's like, okay, if I'm willing to give up everybody that I'm close and personal with for you, then I expect you to fill that void. And if you don't fill that void, now we're going to have some major problems because I, I showed you that I was here for you. Mm -hmm. I gave up a lot for you. Mm -hmm. I gave up my comfort for you. So for you not to be able to help fill that void, what did I do all of this for? You preaching now. Have my hand. Have you guys seen my hand? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Go. (laughs) So that, that leads up to the next question I want to ask. Does every ending need closure? No. Not at all. I don't think so. Okay. It goes back to being mature. And, you know, because some people, you know, relationships ends because of disrespect. Some relationships end because people are just not as compatible compatible as they thought they were. So at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's a conversation. Yes, but also sometimes people do ghost. Yeah. You know, and sometimes if somebody's ghosting me, which has never happened, but I think I will understand why they're ghosting. I was just <laughs> that wasn't a ghost, <laughs> but you know, I will. I I feel like you will understand why someone is kind of like disappearing on you once you once you do some self reflecting, which a lot of people don't do. Thank you. I was about to say, if you're self aware, then yeah, you'll understand. Like I kind of get it. But most people aren't that self-aware or 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 most people are not willing to be that honest with themselves about what flaws they have and or their toxic characteristics and traits that a person might be like, you know what, I'm not going to deal with this. Right. And I am the exact opposite of everything that y'all are saying, because I honestly feel like it does need closure for whatever reason stuff weighs on my mind. Mm-hmm. I replay things over and over and over and over and over. And I'm constantly trying to figure out why this happened. Why did that happen? Mm-hmm. So if it just didn't work out, say that, but don't leave me wondering what did I do wrong or why did it go left? If it's another guy, say that. Say that. Yeah. I feel like I can wrap that around my mind and I'm mature enough to accept it because like I said before, I honestly feel like people come and go. Yeah. True. And and I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think in most situations closure is good. Um I overthink a lot. So I definitely get what you're saying about I replay situations over in my head. I'm wondering, damn, what did I do for you to do this? Why why did you leave or was it because I did this, this or this? Like, what was the real issue? So I get your point about that. But I think sometimes certain situations, it's just like, you know what it is, what it is. Like, mm-hmm. because waiting for or expecting closure, you're just going to drive yourself crazy and, and just and be mad or sad or whatever the case may be when you don't get it. Right. And so See, sometimes it's just like, you know what? 
it is what it is. And and I think that takes maturity. I take think that right. takes experience, life experience, and just getting older where it's like, you know what? I got other stuff to worry about. Hmm. Exactly. And for me, like I said, I'm not going to disclose any names or mm-hmm. previous relationships and stuff like that. But I learned early, at an early age, that, again, like I said, people are going to come and go. You have to accept it yeah. and move forward. That's why I told you I really don't believe in burning bridges or nothing like that. And that's why I feel like all of these questions are like a web. It's yeah. all intertwined. So when I say I feel like the relationship needs closure, I'm saying to you that regardless of why this ended, I can accept it. I don't have no bad feelings, no no b- bad intentions. If I ever come across you again in life, I would stop, catch up. Hey, how you doing? Da-da-da-da. How's it going? Boop, boop, bloop. So that goes back to the initial question when I say, I feel like you can be friends because what happened for this situation to end so rocky to where I can never speak to you again. So going back to, so based on what you just said, I do have a question. So is the closure for your purpose of self-correction or is it for the purpose of, so I can be cordial or friends with this person? Ooh. That's a curveball right there. That's, that's a great question. The, the thing, I'm a, not to cut you off, but for me, it's like when things don't work out in my favor and it's not the full communications that I actually would like to have sometimes, I always just remind myself that every person served their purpose in my life. Yeah. You know, it just my experience. It doesn't matter if it ends good or bad. Mm-hmm. I'll legit walk away from that situation and be like, okay, cool. All right, see, so you got to work on this a little bit more. You got to work on this a little bit more. You got to work on this. Or, hey, man, that person was battling something internally, but they they couldn't communicate with me. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that answers the other yeah. question. Uh, what have you learned? So that's why, again, I said it's a web. It all intertwines. But to answer your question, I honestly feel like it's to help me. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like, Okay, I get it didn't work. I accept it. Yeah. I'll move forward. I'll go on about my life or whatever. It is what it is. I don't necessarily need to keep the lines of communication open with this person. So that's when you narrow it down to the original question. I don't mean every single ex is my friend. Friend. Yeah, yeah. But certain people that you encounter throughout life hold a, a, a significant part. For sure. That makes sense. For sure. So it could be something that I went through traumatic with this person and that person mm-hmm. helped me get over that. So I feel like you. I'm forever mm-hmm. connected with this person. Yeah. So if a new person comes in, I need you to understand that. Yeah. Now, if it gets too uncomfortable, that's when I have to step back and evaluate. Am I willing to jeopardize my new situation for something that I know I have no intentions on ever reopening this box? So now I got to be mature enough to say, Hey, you know what? We got to slow down on talking. It's yeah. It's impacting my new relationship. But I guess reading the comments for the people that's just like, no, 
No. If you're in a relationship, no, that's disrespectful. It's something like, no, it's layers to that. And you got to understand the layers before you give me who I can and who I can't talk to. Yeah, I mean, I think it's not a black and white question. At all. Like, it's not a it's not a definite yes or no question answer to that question. I think it's situational. And like you said, I think there's levels too. That's why the first thing I said was, are you saying being friends or just being cordial with a person? Right. And there was a few people that said that. And then you brought up the situation where if you have kids together, I definitely agree with you, you there. You, you have to be. Then there were some women that commented on my post that said that they are still friends with their ex husband. Now, granted, you still have to take in consideration they may or may not have kids. So, again, that mm-hmm. all kind of ties in. But I still feel like that shows you the level of maturity. Hey, we got married. We tried it. It didn't work. Yeah. That happens every day. Yeah. Will and Jada. <clears throat> I'm not touching that. No, no. I'm we, not, I'm, I don't want to touch I'm it, not. but I feel like it's important. It's important. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's important because all right. So my take people, one of the hot words in the last few years is transparency. Okay. People overshare on the internet and social media with a bunch of people that you really don't even know in the name of transparency. And what are you getting out of it? There you go. Like, because my thing is, Certain stuff, I'm not saying you got to be the most private person in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't share things. But it's certain things where it's like, what purpose does it serve to give that to the world? And and that's exactly how I feel about this situation. So it's just, it's ironic that all of this is going on. We've been planning this episode now for about a week or two. Yeah. So the whole Will and Jada thing, this is just recent. And my thing is... Why are you giving that information to the public? That should not be for public consumption. I don't care if you're trying to uh, bring viewers to your red table or whatever Mm -hmm. the motive is behind it. And again, we don't know their personal lives. This is all speculation or whatever. But I just feel like as a husband myself, that is all the way out of bounds and -hmm. going back to the questions that we're talking about can you be friends with your ex and all this and that and it's like they've built a career off saying that we're able to coexist and know that she did this or he done that and we're okay with it because we have a family we're we're this we're that but then you go and have a conversation and and regardless of whether it was taken out of context or whatnot you say that you have issues behind closed doors with your husband in terms of intimacy and stuff like that. So it's like going back to what y'all said earlier with this other person, the friend quote unquote, they see this situation. So now that's, that's, that's open bait. Like I can go in and and try to shoot my shot again. Yep. So it's like, don't open that box. Yeah. And, And I didn't read the article. Like I saw the headline just like everybody else, but, I don't know. Boundaries. Nobody I don't know, man. It's, it's just it's all about boundaries. Like, yeah. you know, and people don't understand that. And I think that's, you know, there are celebrities. You know, I don't feel like we get in the full story. So, never. For me, it's like, all right, whatever. 
That's <laughs> right. It. Not at all. Right. And seeing that that takes me to get all the way off topic because you know she starts talking about how long they've been married since we was kids and this and that. So it's like you're changing the narrative of marriage, and I feel like in today's society we are trying to paint this picture that yeah I'm married but it's okay to get bored with my husband or wife and start trying to, Hey, let's invite this person in. Or do I get a hall pass? And isn't it like, I've never heard of a, a open marriage and like y'all are really influencing the rest of the world Bro. because I see people yeah. say that now. Don't put that out there. If you don't want people to comment on it or whatever. Yeah. You, you gave us the invitation and now that we're trying to, come in now you're pushing us back out mm -hmm. that's yeah, not fair but, but but that's my point about the whole being transparent thing it's like what do you get from it though like i get people saying that you can't destroy me with things that i gave you but if you don't give us certain like if you don't give us this stuff then we're not even gonna talk about it at all you're right you're right so that brings us to this next question. Toxic energy. Because I feel like everything about that situation is toxic. But going back to our actual topic of the podcast, it's like, again, I feel like it, there should not be any bad energy unless something just drastic happens. There's only one person... And you know who I'm talking like I told you I'm not going to disclose no names or nothing like that. There's only one person on this planet where if I saw her on fire, I I wouldn't even spit. And I that's hateful for me to say it, but it's like that was such a traumatic experience for so many yeah. different reasons. Yeah. And it ended so crazy. Which is which was new for me because I mm -hmm. just told y'all like Okay, we, we ain't going to be together no more. It's fine. Whatever. Whatever emotions was there, I'll train myself on how to get rid of them. And then over the course of time, we cool. The emotion part of it has been put in a box, locked up. I threw the key away. Yeah. So it takes a lot for me to be like, man, F you. Mm -hmm. And the ground you walk on and everything <laughs> else. So it's like, I don't know. Should, should it? Should a breakup always have some kind of toxic or bad energy behind it? You got it. You go first. Yeah, you go, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I think I think most of the time when it does have that type of ending, I mean, most of the time when you break up, you knew before the breakup that you didn't want to be there anymore. So I think for whatever reason, I mean, for a hundred million different reasons, people hold on to relationships thinking, okay, this is going to get better. If I do this, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And it doesn't. But instead of leaving, you keep on trying to, to fix the situation. Even if it's something that you honestly know this can't be fixed. So I think right. most of the time when there's a toxic ending, it's because somebody hung on too long to right. where it was 
this is the only way out. Like I've, I've been in a situation before where it was like, the only way out is if this person says, I hate you because I'm not going to leave. So this person has to hate me in order for us to end. Now, whether it's real hate or not is a different story. Like, but I think, like I said, most of the time, the reason why it ends toxic, unless you just a toxic, it's just two toxic people. But if it's not, if it's two level-headed people, most of the time, the reason that it ends toxic is because you stayed longer than you should have. You saw the expiration date already, but I like you tried it. to extend. Mm. I like it. You got anything over there? <laughs> you soaking it. it in, dog. You <laughs> soaking it in. That's you why said I, he no. look like he got a lot. <laughs> but but this things. is the beauty of the whole setup, and that's why I tell people like I don't I don't take no notes. I don't do any like I just want it to be raw conversation. Yeah. It's just fresh thoughts. What you got? I just start by saying that I don't think it has to end toxic at all. Uh, but one thing I personally learned with people in general is that we all communicate differently. You know. And I think that's really one of the uh, important things that I've personally learned anyway is that, you know, I'd rather have a conversation if need be. Uh, some people don't want to have conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Tay was just saying, you know, I think most of us do know that it's over before we actually call it quits. But once we get to that moment and one person, I wouldn't be surprised, it's really more so like, hey, you know, we had years yeah, of plenty years of to communicate <laughs> and when you don't communicate then you force it you know forced to just go ahead and walk out yeah right no i get it i get it and i'm one of the people like i said and it, it all ties in i like to confront things head on mm-hmm. regardless of how painful it is regardless mm-hmm. whatever get it on out the way so i ain't got to think about it that's always been my motto like i don't want to think about this longer than i have to yeah Get it on out the way. So, great conversation. Here's my curveball. Because the last time I had a podcast that was about modern women and stuff like that, a lot of women gave me feedback and commented and sent me things. I tried to invite them to the microphone to express some of their uh, thoughts or oppositions on what we were talking about, and they never took it. Mm -hmm. With this episode... I brought y'all in, but now I'm opening the door. I need a woman, two, three, four, how many ever to give your perspective. So it's not just coming from a man. Now, the twist to all of this was my initial question was, can you be friends with someone you were once in love with? I said, yes, I did an Instagram poll. And on that poll, 52% said yes, 48% said no. For the ones that said no, I reached out to them to find out why. One person in particular made me take a step back. I was like, damn, you know what? I can understand why you would say no. And without disclosing all of their personal business or whatnot, the situation was they were dating someone They became close, developed feelings and this and that. Come to find out the entire time, this person was engaged to be married. Mm -hmm. So when I thought about it from that lens, I'm like, 
oh damn, I can see why you wouldn't want anybody to be having conversation with somebody else of the opposite sex because who knows what could be going on because you could be that person that's thinking that you're building something with somebody, but in reality, they got a whole life, a whole family somewhere else. Right. So for those that say no, a definite no, the mic is open. I want to, I want to, I want to hear it because at the end of the day, like you, like you touched on several times, communication is key. Mm-hmm. So, Shout out to my wife because I kept saying for the people that said no, I was throwing around the word insecure. When obviously that ain't necessarily the case. Right. You had a legitimate reason to feel the way that you feel. So I can't just put this label on somebody just because they don't agree with me. Yeah. And was it a a situation where I'm trying to secretly convey my yes to make myself feel like I'm okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it took me a while to accept the other end of the, of the rainbow. Yeah. I mean, but that's why I said every single situation is different. Um, every, and not even just, not even just with you, I think with all of us and with each individual ex, like just because you can be friends with one ex or cordial with one ex, don't mean you can with another one. And all of them could, they could have ended the exact same way. But because of that person's personality, mindset, whatever, you know what? We just, we just going to leave it where it was. But with the next person, it's like, nah, we could still be, when I see you, Hey, what's up? How you doing? Like, mm. but it's just, like I said, it's it, every situation is different. It's, it's definitely different. It's like, uh, emotional intelligence. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like that. I mean, I like that's, what, that. that's what it comes down to. I mean, we're like I'm, I'm, I'm insecure, but it doesn't really show. Does it make sense? Like, so for me, it's like, but I ain't questioning people. We all have, right. you know, the best thing about. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but like with relationships, it's like everybody's insecure about something. About something. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you might date a person who's more insecure than you, where your insecurities won't even show. Yep. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person, I hate questions. I'm going to tell you up front, don't question me. Like, I don't like, like, if you want to drive me out, question me. Question mm-hmm. my motives because I'm, I'm showing you why I chose you. I'm yeah. showing you why I'm here. I'm showing you why I'm doing all these things. So, Trust me. So, but to that point, are you able to say, you know what? I get why you questioned me on that. It took me a long time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It took me, I'm, and I'm, I'm disclosing this for the world to hear. It took me a long time to get to that point to where I stepped back and I was like, damn, I get it now. And, and it's not, and not saying that every, just because you're being questioned every time you got to say, well, what did I do? Because sometimes it's not warranted. But then sometimes it's like, you know what? My bad. You right. were right to and, question and I ain't gonna, I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing and because not. I think it was you, see, that you used the word boundaries in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and lie and pretend like some of the conversations didn't go to the edge of that boundary. And now you on, you tiptoeing that line. And that's where it goes back to this. Like you just asked. 
you know, like, but I'm giving you a reason to question me at this point. And that happens because I think a lot of times in, in those type of male, female friendships, um, men are naive. So, okay. We don't even realize or think like, this is what I'm doing or this is how that person's taking what I'm doing because to, to you it's like nah I don't mean nothing by it so I can I can make whatever jokes I want to we can talk about whatever I want to and everything's gonna be fine because I know what my intent is or I know I don't, I'm not trying to take it there that person might not look at it that way and your spouse might be like wait a minute y'all you did what you said what like nah and we dumb, just dumb, just like, you, you, oh, no, that ain't what I meant. You describing me. Yeah, you <laughs> describing me to a team. Not even like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you describing me. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'll, I'll, I mean, because most of us have been there before. I said I wasn't going to get nobody in no trouble. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I, but I'm, I'm willing to disclose that much of my information. Like I yeah. said, I'm, I'm not going to wheel yeah, and Jada no, and open the door. Talk, like, that's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> not going to go down that road, but I'm saying, and again, let me lay this down again. All of this was prior to me getting married. Okay. So don't question my wife. Don't question me. We, none of that is an issue. Yeah. So she's actually going to shake your hand. Because she, she, she agrees with you one hundred percent, and she ain't even heard this yet. Like honestly, like we, but the, but we tried thing, to have this conversation. But the thing is, I don't think me and you are so far apart on this though. Like I think there's some differences in some of the stuff we were saying, but I don't think like I don't think right. we missed a whole bunch of uh, opportunities for our respectfully disagree. Nah, that's what I said. Honestly, man, I, just, but, I, I thought the conversation but, was intriguing. Yeah, I wanted to me, have. But for me, I'm always I always try to look at it like. Let me, I never try to look at anything from just my perspective. So I'm always open to the other person's side, like whether it be my wife or C or you like, okay, let me see how you think about it, how you view the situation, because that's how you understand people. That's how you understand right. things. So, so it's like, all right, that's how you look at it. I didn't think of it that way, but you know what? I get it. It comes back to the word mature. You yeah. gotta be mature. Yeah. That's why I'm that's why I, again I, I skated that that thin line for the longest. Mm-hmm. And I would put up a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like <laughs> this is my friend. Like I knew them before you. And that was my, my well, security blanket. I think. But that but yeah, but that does go to maturity because I have a thing where I say I never care about right or wrong. I care about being fair. Okay, you preaching now. <laughs> so, so for me, it's always look at it as, okay, if I do this, I can't get mad if you do the same thing. Women don't say it that way. Go ahead. I just said, women don't see it that way. They just don't. I mean, you know. I'm not a sexist by any means, but women <laughs> <laughs> don't see it that way. I've learned that numerous times. You know, I mean, definitely great conversation. And I guess, yeah. you know, I definitely say that I, I definitely hope hope this uh episode will push people for real to have more uh deeper conversations with the significant other. Mm-hmm. And just not so much just to uh 
I guess, get too much into their, well, I guess you have the right to be in their space, but just do it and get to know them. Because at the end of the day, when you're having conversations or when you're having conversations with your wives, and I'm having conversations with myself at this point, but uh, uh, <laughs> it's not about winning the conversation. It's about y'all being with your mm-hmm. partner and trying to win at life together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I mean, because the problem with saying you won that argument or that conversation is somebody lost. Right. And who you can't you can't build anything if somebody's constantly losing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's about compromising and you gotta have those uncomfortable conversations, but it's all right, what what works best for us? Not okay, I'm right this time, you wrong. I mean, and in some situations, yes, one person is gonna be right, one one person's gonna be wrong, but that can never be the goal to win because y'all supposed to be in it together. So Right. It's about compromising and working together. That's a that's a key word, compromise. Uh, yeah. Compromise. That's, yeah. So it, it great, great conversation, man. I I think that's a that's a fair fair way to end it. Compromise. How many of y'all are willing to compromise? <laughs> if you're in a relationship, it better be all of you. But I but I'm but I'm saying this is we're gonna end it with the with the initial question. Can you be friends? And are you willing to compromise if that person wants to be like it ain't a, it ain't about the need to keep an ex as a friend. Again, I I personally feel like if I gave myself to somebody on a deep level, mm-hmm. then again, I can, I don't even know how to word it without the perception being all crazy. Like we can be attached in a sense of, you know, the real me, right? Mm-hmm. that's somebody that I can't just let go initially until I transfer that to this new person. Now at that point we can compromise on cutting the strings, but until I feel that void, you got to meet me in the middle because if I get into a rocky situation with you and if I tell you, I don't feel comfortable sharing certain situations with this set of friends that you're comfortable with. These are the friends that you know and that you wish I would talk to. But if I dig all the way in the crates and go to somebody that you, you don't really know, can you compromise enough to be like, okay, for whatever reason, they got a history and tell yourself, I trust him enough to where I know it's not sexual. I want to throw a curveball out there, but I don't want to get too deep into it. But if in that situation, if you know anybody's, if if your significant other has a friend of the opposite sex that they used to date or be in love with, do you feel like it's important for you to answer your um, your significant other who's questioning you if he or she has those questions? Like, okay, cool. So how long did y'all date? Like. Why you talk to this person? Is that important? Like, do you feel like that's an important part of it though, too, where they should be able to come at you and be like, "Hey, 
you know, I'm uncomfortable with this. Who's this person? How often do y'all talk? Or is it kind of like, it's just my friend. I guess we used to date, you know. No, I honestly feel like you you have to be able to disclose that information okay. because yeah. how else are they going to trust you or right. trust okay. your word? Right. Like, you have to be able, and that those are, going back, you said transparent. You have to be able to lay that all out. Right. Yeah. I agree. So, at the end of the day, if you can't lay it all out, then I have every means to be like, hey, uh, I mean, you, you asking me to just take your word for it, but... Uh, it's kind of shaky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. so I, I get it. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 a touchy topic, but you got to be mature enough to have it. And and uh, I mean that's the bottom line, maturity. You're right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. We out. Yeah. toasted. No competition. Amisha toasting. Yeah. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine, I'm easy posting, I feel so live, and I know why, that I can't deny, I'm easy posting, goody fine wine, fools mock liquor, wish me I'm high class,